Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. Hope you had a great week with your business. This week, I want to start a series of podcasts on networking for introverts. And this is going to be part one in the series. Now, this series isn't going to be a consecutive series, so don't expect part two next week and part three the following week. This is going to be an occasional series, so it's going to be coming up over the next two or three months. I'm going to do part one now. Maybe next month there'll be a part two, and then maybe the following month or so, you might find there's a part three in this series. But there's a lot of tips and information I want to give you in this, so I'm going to be spreading it out over the course of a few podcasts. So networking for introverts. Now in the writer and copywriter communities, there are a lot of introverts. Not all writers and copywriters are introverts, there's a lot of extroverts as well, but there's a a good segment of us, writers, copywriters, business writers, who are introverted in some way. That doesn't necessarily mean we're shy. That doesn't necessarily mean we don't like being around people. That, those are myths. What an introvert is, simply, is someone who, when they're in a crowd of people at an event, at a conference, at a party, at a get-together, then their energy levels are limited. Uh, they can only take an hour or two of that before they have to go out by themselves and recharge their batteries being alone for a little while. I'm like that. If I go to a meeting, for example, or a conference or event, and I'm talking to a lot of people, after a couple of hours, you know what? I need to go for a walk, <laughs> okay? Or or go out to my room for a bit, or just, just spend some alone time, even just for a few minutes to recharge my batteries. Extroverts are the opposite. They get a lot of energy from being with people, so they can be in an environment like that for hours and hours and feel totally charged and alive and energetic. For an introvert, after that many hours being around a lot of people, their energy level starts to drain and drain quickly. And one challenge that introverts face is when it comes to networking, especially the traditional networking, where you are going to an event or a conference or a workshop or or a meeting or some place where there's lots of people, where there's potential clients in the room, where there's potential referral sources in the room. That type of traditional networking environment introverts struggle with because it's very difficult for us uh, introverts to do the traditional schmoozing, to uh, go up to a stranger and introduce yourself, to uh, go up to a group of people who are talking and insert yourself in that conversation. It's a very intimidating environment for introverts, very draining for introverts. Well, the good news is that that traditional type of networking, that we think of networking and schmoozing, Uh, You don't really need to do that in order to get a lot out of a conference or a meeting or event. You can network and meet a lot of people and connect with a lot of people without doing any traditional schmoozing at all. And a technique for doing that is what I want to share with you in part one in this series of Networking for Introverts. And the technique is what I call pre-planning your connections. Pre-planning your connections. And the idea behind it is this. Instead of going to a conference or a meeting or an event of some kind or a boot camp and, you know, just going on the fly and improvising and hoping that you meet people and walking up and down the halls and doing that traditional stuff, before you even attend the event, you 
plan who you'd like to meet. And then you contact them in advance and suggest meeting at the conference, uh, suggest a coffee, suggest a having a quick lunch, suggest having a quick chat in the hall room in between sessions. You pre-plan your meetings with people you want to connect with at the conference. Let me give you an example of how this worked for me. A few years ago, I was attending a large conference of professional speakers. And it was a rather expensive conference, so I was determined to get the best out of it. I, wanted, I was determined to make some good connections, to meet some new people, and, um, you know, and do some networking without having to do the traditional schmoozing networking. So what I did is, in, in a few weeks before the conference, I made a list of 10, 12 people I wanted to connect with at the conference. 10 or 12 people that I've never met before that I want to make a connection to. Most of them were potential referral sources. A couple of them were potentially clients. I think one or two of them were simply big players in the industry that I wanted to connect with. I wasn't sure how I could help them or they could help me, but I thought they'd be good to know. So I had 12 people. And then what I did is I found a way to contact these people in advance, introduce myself, and schedule in advance a lunch or a coffee or simply a hallway chat before the conference. So I made appointments, in a sense, with these people at the conference. And it worked like a charm. I had uh, one lunch scheduled, several coffees scheduled, and and a couple of chats in the hallways scheduled before I even landed at the conference. So I went to the conference knowing that at the very least, I was going to meet and spend some some good time with uh, 12 people that I haven't met before that could potentially help my business in various ways. So that is a strategy that I suggest to you is pre-planning who are you going to connect with before you go to the event at all? Let's say, for example, you were going to go to a monthly meeting of the American Marketing Association. They have chapters all over North America. And you want to meet some potential marketing managers, maybe some potential agency directors. Wouldn't it be cool if you go into that meeting, you knew in advance that you were going to have a chat with someone that you didn't know before, uh, they haven't met before, someone who could potentially help your business or potential prospect, that you agreed to have a coffee before the meeting started or maybe dinner before the meeting started? Wouldn't that be great? Because you know that no matter what happened, you wouldn't have to meet anybody else. You have a scheduled meeting with someone there and you know you're going to walk away with at least one connection. So that's the strategy I want to share with you is is pre-planning this, pre-planning these connections and scheduling these connections in advance. Let me give you some specific tips and suggestions on how to actually do this and put this into practice. Now, one way you can do this is make a hit list of people you want to connect with at an event you want to go to. I recommend starting with the speakers people who are speaking at the event, people who are doing breakout sessions at the event, or if it's a small meeting, the speaker at the event. Contact them in advance. 
let them know you're going to be there in the audience and how much you're interested in listening to what they have to say or listening to their presentation or workshop and asking if you can spend some time with them, that you can buy them a coffee afterwards or before or simply have a chat with them for a few minutes before or after the event. Speakers often are there to make connections. They want to meet new people. So they're obvious candidates for that. So if some of the people you want to meet are speakers, then try to make those arrangements with them in advance. Contact them. Uh, you already have a um, something in common. You're going to be at their event, so that's the icebreaker. And then contact them and ask if you can meet them for a coffee or a lunch or simply a quick chat. Another way to do that is that most events, especially conferences, especially uh, major events, will have a special Facebook group page attached to that event. Sign up for that Facebook group page. Start connecting with people there. You'll soon find out who's going to be attending, who's not going to be attending. And you can make connections that way. If you're in a conversation on the Facebook group page with someone, a potential prospect, a potential referral source, contact them offline. Remind them that you were chatting with them on the Facebook group page and ask if they would like to uh, meet with you for a quick coffee or a lunch or just a quick chat when you're both at the event. So Facebook group pages are a great, great way to do that. Another way is to get introduced. Now, about half the connections I make at conferences are a result of me being introduced. So here's how it works. You go on LinkedIn, and you check out the profile of the person that you want to connect with at a conference or an event. And then when you're on LinkedIn, find out if you have any mutual connections. If you have a mutual connection and you know that mutual connection well, contact that person and say, Hey, Jane, would you please connect me with Dave? I noticed that he's a connection of yours on LinkedIn. I'm going to the same conference that Dave is going to, and I wanted to invite him to have a quick chat or a quick coffee just to talk about marketing and copywriting. Uh, would that be okay with you? Could you connect us? Could you let him know that uh, I'll be emailing? And if they're a connection that you know, well, in most cases, they'll be glad to do it. Now you've been introduced. Now you can freely send that person an email and suggest that you meet for a coffee or a lunch or a quick chat or whatever type of meeting that you want to have. In most cases, they're going to be receptive to that. So LinkedIn is a great way to do it as well. Now, one issue you may run into when using this uh, pre-planning technique is the other person saying, yeah, sure, let's get together at the conference. Uh, you know, shoot me an email when you get there and we'll, uh, we'll connect. Usually that connection never happens in that circumstance because people get busy at conferences. They're making connections or having lunch or dinner with other people and you never get a chance to meet even though they agreed that they would like to meet you before they went to the event. You need to schedule a day and time. That's very, very important. I'm always flexible with people that I make connections with. I say, listen, can we just nail down uh, a time right now? This, the Tuesday afternoon session that, that we're both going to ends at 3 o'clock. Can I meet you at 3 o'clock and we can have a quick coffee? The next session doesn't start till 3.30. And I'll, I'll buy the coffee. So set a specific time, but also tell the other person, I'm flexible. If you find when we get to the conference, that time's not good. We can always change it. But let's let's pencil in 
a time right now. Uh, because I can, I can, I'm telling you from experience, if you don't schedule a specific day and time that you're going to meet, even if it's a, just for a quick chat, then that meeting's probably not going to happen. <laughs> okay, so you want to get a bit of a commitment from the other person. Schedule a, a specific day and time, and but tell them that you can be flexible in case there are some changes in the agenda, changes in their schedule or your schedule when you get to this event or conference. Now, this is a great strategy, but I have an important caveat to share with you. And that is that this is a strategy that takes some work. Let's face it, if you're really good at schmoozing, if if you're really good at working the room, you just have to show up to the event and schmooze and work the room, okay? You don't have to prepare in advance. It's easier, faster for you. But if you're an introvert like me and you and that just isn't a strength for you, then this pre-planning works like a charm. However, it's extra work. You have to do the legwork of building your hit list. And for even a large conference, I wouldn't recommend more than 10 or 12 people on that list. You need to find a way to contact these people, to suggest that you meet, to schedule meeting times. It takes some work in advance. So uh, just beware of that. Some extra legwork on your part. However, the payoff is huge because it allows you to go to the event, workshop, boot camp, whatever the case may be, with the confidence of knowing that you have appointments to meet some people that you want to meet, that you're you're guaranteed to walk away from that conference having made some very important connections that you wanted to make. And that's a really secure feeling to have before you go, especially if you're, if you're an introvert and mixing and schmoozing with people doesn't come naturally to you. It's a really nice feeling to have knowing that you have appointments with these people that, you can, that you're going to meet before the conference even begins. So that's this week's B2B Writing Success. I hope you found this strategy helpful. Try it. Try it the next time you're going to an event. Believe me, it works like a charm. For past episodes of this podcast, please go to iTunes or b2bwritingsuccess.com. You can find all the past episodes right there. And would you do me a big favor? If you have any topic suggestions, be sure to send them my way. You can reach me at steveslonwhite at gmail.com. So that's it for this week's B2B Writing Success podcast. I hope you have a great rest of the week with your business. I will chat with you next week. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.